Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti. I've got a friend, Monique Smith. Uh, Monique, you've got um, a couple kids here at PCA. I think we actually met because you brought your kids to PCA. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Uh, we actually met or didn't meet. We met you. You didn't meet us. At a, at preview? a preview. I remember. Yes. Yes. So my husband and I came, and we were looking for a place for our kids and um, at the time, we just had one. Okay. Our son was probably three, maybe, yeah, probably three at the time. Yes. Because he started here in pre-K-4. Okay. So you and Harlan. Me and Harlan. Were looking for a school. We were. What What were you looking for? Like, did you know? I mean, because you know part of my story, if you were at Preview, um, I was not looking for a Christian school. Right. <laughs> God drug me here uh, through his providence and incredible sense of humor. Um, and that was 20 years ago. So it's kind of a weird thing. But like, what were you looking for when you were kind of sitting in a preview thinking, sure. do we want to send our kids here? Well, we live in Dallas proper. Okay. So we're, we are not local up here. And we knew when we moved into our home that Dallas ISD might work for us. It might not. We weren't necessarily looking. We didn't mm-hmm. have kids when we moved into our home. And we have a great elementary school in our neighborhood. And we thought for sure that, you know, well, at least we've got uh, elementary school taken sure, care of for our absolutely. Right? child, children. It's right children, down the street. Right, right. there. <laughs> um, but we also weren't in church at the time. Okay. And so we ended up at the um, Prestonwood Dallas campus mm-hmm. originally and found our home there and found friends. And we put our son into CLC at Dallas. And we became more familiar with the Plano campus and PCA and what PCA had to offer. And the more our spiritual life grew, the more we knew and felt like we wanted to be able to put our kids into a Christian school. Okay. And um, as we had friends that had older kids that had started at PCA, we became more involved. We started coming to events even before our son was old enough to go to school Mm -hmm. here. And then we came to a preview night and decided that this was the place that we wanted to put our kids. There you go. So pre-K-4, our son started. He's in fifth grade now. Our daughter is in first grade. And, you know, second kid didn't get pre-K, so she started last year in kindergarten. (laughs) So she's been here for two years, but she walked in. She was six days old whenever our son started Uh pre-K. And so when she walked into kindergarten last year, she just acted like she owned the place. Oh, she was ready. Yeah, She was ready. She knew everybody. Uh She was familiar. She knew where everything was. She knew where the cafeteria was. So they're both very much settled. I cannot wait to see them in a few years when they're over here, right? Oh, I know. Slade's the oldest, right? Slade is oldest. And so he's over here in fifth grade. That's correct. Okay. 
I just had the uh, the seventh grade boys today for a little Pride of Brothers. That's right. Um, so it, the middle school years, I'm just telling you, fascinating time, right? From a parenting standpoint, I know it's you're a thinking, huge change. right, there's a lot going on. But it, it, it's just, it's such a developmental time. I just did um, a parent podcast. I'm not sure when it's going to come out in, in terms of yours. Um, but Mark Ostriker, um, just talking about the brain and the development and just how that um, those middle school years are the the most change in a young person's like body and life other than when they're like born sure so you're you're living it you're you're right there in the middle of it you know yesterday i mentioned to a friend that i don't have a boy anymore i have a man boy because he and i switched shoes yesterday for a certain (sighs) reason he had a baseball practice and he had on his high tops and i had on just regular athletic sneakers and i offered i said do you do you want my shoes? Oh, my goodness. So we goodness. swapped shoes, and they both fit. Oh, my He's goodness. He's 11 and a half. Yes. Yep. It's and a- then just navigating the change in friendship relationships yes. um, in middle school. Middle school is hard. It's a hard time. Yeah. And it's hard to convey that to a middle school brain. You know, it's hard as a parent to know that it is such a hard time, but yep. then also to have that middle school child understand why it's such a hard time. So it's yeah. it's a lot lots it's a of ch- lots of lot changes of going changing. on lots of things that a lot are of happening changing going on I love it um, when you uh, I don't know if you can remember this far back right but when you did the preview mm-hmm. and you were kind of kicking the tires of the school and yes. checking it out um, was there anything that kind of stood out to you as like huh like I hadn't thought of that before or that's kind of interesting or that's absolutely I mean does that make sense like, it does it does um, specifically I can't remember one particular thing because okay. I was very much on board for PCA. Okay. I was more involved, I guess. I was staying at home then. Mm-hmm. And so I was um, more familiar with what was going on and what was happening at PCA. And my right. husband was the one that was a little bit Hesitant, reluctant. Right. Okay. Sure. sure. I mean, he's he's paying the bills. He's the provider of the family and he is ultimately the final say. Okay. And so I kind of made the effort and said, let's go to this preview. I would like for you to hear what's going on. I feel pretty well versed at PCA. Um, but I knew that he was a little bit di- more disconnected than what I was. Sure. So he came and actually hearing you say that you were not looking for a Christian school <laughs> and had no intention of sending your kids to a Christian school that and was my life. why yes. <laughs> it changed your life and changed your family, uh, um, made a big impact on him. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's great. Very good. Um, so you're also um, a unique person um, because you are a working stay-at-home mom. I am. Um, and your job is a little bit unique and different, right? Um, it is. Kind of unique and Monique. It kind of goes together, That's right? right. That's That fits you so perfectly. I planned that. I, yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to talk a little bit about that as well. Sure. Um, so you have a fascinating kind of little skill um, that apparently – now I have to give credit, right? Because you, you um, are an Aggie and I'm a Longhorn. Yes. So we kind of have that little bit of attention, right? I, I'm not a uh, underlying. I know, but I'm not a Texas small. guy. So when I came down here, like I learned that I was like, okay, so I got to have tension when I when I meet Aggies, yes, right? Of and, course. And I I watched um, one of your episodes where you were talking, but it was the um, the Texas one where you made all the cookies of Texas, yes. right? Um, and they asked if you had done a Longhorn cookie, well, I, and of I course, have. right? Yes, you you did that. You rolled the. I eyes. will reluctantly make UT cookies. <laughs> But I did my first order 
that I got, we'll get into cookies and why I do that. But yes. um, the first UT order that I got, I actually added an A&M cookie into the order. Just as, to throw it in there. Just to throw just it in to, there. Just in case. Just, just in case. Let me just, just throw in this case. off in there. So, but you, um, you have a background um, that's a little bit unique and different, right, from your college. And as you were um, having kids and kind of looking for something to do, this is where this cookie thing came out. And Correct. I just wanted to talk to you about that for a second. Sure. Right? What's, what's that like? I mean, just kind of starting a little side job and it, it has was. grown into something that yeah. apparently. So my degree is in really construction. Yeah. Which, which by the way, what which is, is odd. What is, yes. Uh, I mean, and okay. Not, not like a female can't do construction thing. Right. right. But just like construction engineering. I know nothing about it. Right. So. Why so that? at A&M, there's a construction science degree, okay. and it's actually in the School of Architecture. Yes. So there's a lot of design work and things like that. You take gotcha. some of those kinds of classes. Gotcha. Um, I wanted to build things. I thought I wanted to be an architect, decided I would rather build it than just draw it. And so that's how I ended up in construction. Were you always kind of that creative building kind of young person? I've always been crafty. Okay. I've always been the... You know, I love construction crafty, crafty paper. Crafty in terms of building, not in terms of like manipulating things. And correct, not the not the evil <laughs> take over the world. Crafty, crafty. <laughs> no, the uh, the markers and the gotcha. pencils and drawing and yeah. all of those things. Yeah, crafty. me too. Oh, yeah, always good with my hands in terms of like building things. Mm-hmm. My dad taught me how to use a bunch of tools, sure. so I love to build things. Sure, right? Just it's it's a it's a fun way to kind of use time, right? If I have to go out in the garage and build something, it's it is. A, I love doing it. And you can it, so. see a result of the, yes. of your labor. Yeah. It's right there. There's something physical that you can touch, feel, hold, and see, and, you know, yeah. have something to show for the so, time So the young crafty Monique goes down yes. to A&M, yes. gets the degree. Construction, comes out. I work for general contractors okay. um, for years, Loved it. Really enjoyed it. I built apartments. I built commercial buildings. Did all kinds of things like that. And then um, when we had kids, we had, you know, our life had changed, had morphed. It does change, doesn't it? It does. I mean, just... those kids, they they throw you for a loop. That's yeah. for sure. Yes. Um, and well, well, Okay, Harlan. Where yes. did Where did you run across Harlan? Harlan and I are like oldschoolmatch.com. Back before Match.com and all the online dating, all of that stuff is in vogue and totally the norm now. 19, 20 years ago, it was not. Okay. It was 2003. No way. So 20 years ago on Match.com. No way. And I always give him a hard time. I always say that he was looking for a job in Dallas because he lived in Lubbock, also in construction, has a degree in construction engineering from Texas Tech. Okay. And I... Just really thought that he was just like probing the construction market in Dallas because he wanted it. to move here. I love it. That's but so funny. It ended worked up, out. Ended up with you and a job in Dallas. That's right. There you go. Best We're of both, both in worlds. construction, and you know we've <laughs> built we built our house. We've built a couple of spec houses. I've heard that can be like a whole weird kind of thing. Building your own house. It can be a big thing, right? And I was staying at home. I was uh, it was in 2009. Okay. So the recession. My office. Um, the company that I was working for had closed their Dallas office, and we decided that I would stay home and build the house. We had just bought a, a property, and we were either going to have to hire a general contractor to build it, okay. or I was going to stay home and build it. You were so I do decided it. to take a few months off and build the house. And there were definitely the times where it was like, we get to do this together. This is great. Let's go pick out this stuff. And then there were times where, like, he would go to work. 
and then come to the house and we'd look at things and he would say, you know, well, what, what are you going to do about this? And I would have to look at him and say, I'm not your employee. I don't work for you. you We're doing this together. We're doing this together, That's remember? Right. <laughs> so, but it worked out well and we love our house and so it, it can be test. It can be a test for a marriage. Yes. No, okay. yeah, but I mean, and you can come out of it stronger that's because right. of it. So that's that's pretty cool. But fast forward a bunch of years, yep. and now we've got a son, and just what was working for our family at the time, or not working for our family at the time, decided to stay at home. Okay, got super involved with school, and I was up here volunteering all the time, and that's that's great. I mean, my son was little, and. Um, was able to spend a bunch of time with him. We eventually had our daughter. They're almost five years apart. And I still, even though I was doing all of these things with the kids and having this, I mean, I have a great life, no doubt, regardless of whatever I'm doing on the side. I just, the personality and um, the mentality that I wanted to help provide for the family. I yeah. wanted to contribute. I wanted to... And you're crafty. You I'm always kind of have to have something to work on. I did. Yeah. You know, and I was, I can't, I can't I was go Pinteresting. Too long and... I was doing all the things. <laughs> yep. I was making growth charts and this and that Love from it. Pinterest. But I really wanted... I, I, I set out looking for a side hustle. Okay. And I didn't know what that looked like. I no. wanted to do something from home. I didn't know if that was transcription. I didn't know if it was medical billing. Sure. I didn't know... You know, something that I things. could just be at home... But then also have something that was just mine, and I could contribute financially to the household. Yeah. So how did the cookie thing start then? Actually, I'm going to have to give a shout out. I'm going to name drop a little bit here. Drop it. A PCA alum, Bethany Tony, was making cookies. Okay. And she and I had been in a Bible study together, and so we were semi-friends. Yes. I followed her on Instagram. Yes. Another PCA alum and I, Brittany Schroeder, our kids are the same age. Okay. Our boys are the same age, and our girls are the same age. And Good planning. And I just happened to be talking to her, <laughs> and we were talking about Bethany's cookies one day. You're kidding. And I said, I am fascinated by this. I have to know how she makes these cookies. Yeah. I'm just... Because you're crafty. I'm, you're like, I'm, I now I'm know. following That's all right. of these cookie people on yep. Instagram, yep. and I'm watching these. And um, So she and I, I convinced her to take a beginner cookie class with me. Your kid. And we dropped the, our kids off just, at school. We let's go ran do up it. to Prosper and took a, a little intro class at a lady's house. And I was – I tell the story all the time. About halfway through the class, I was like, oh, I can, I can do this. This is, this is totally my jam. This oh, is really? right up my alley. I didn't know there were actually beginning – beginning cookie classes there are there are there are okay so here's the question Mm -hmm. um do you do any of those that is definitely in the plan okay and i've been saying that for a couple of years now and i've not gotten off top dead center you you have not given back right from the cookie industry that you right that you need to okay that's right okay so then so you realized this was this is it i could do this i love it and talk to friends about it and I sold my first cookies for Valentine's Day that year and that was 2019. Okay. And started just word of mouth with um, people that I knew. Sure. Other mom friends of mine making cookies for birthdays and for like I said Valentine's Day or teacher appreciation. Yeah whatever. Whatever it was. You you can take a cookie and make it for anything. anything. There you name it you can cookie it. Amen. I love it. I so, love the, the the little like you know wedding shower or baby shower mm-hmm. kind of things. Right, oh, yeah. you put the little names on them and everything. Oh, it's yeah. like, those are so cool. I know. Um, again, 
Um, I know your cookies are like supposed to be fantastic in, for, in terms of taste. I should have brought you one. Well, uh, no, don't need yeah. it. Um, but you, you talk about how, right, you want people to eat them and you want them yes. to enjoy it. Yes. Um, but I will say um, the cookies that I've seen look like little pieces of art. <laughs> <laughs> I that's what I want. I, mean, I want them to be pretty. I just I, I don't want them to how be can delicious. You, how can you allow people to eat, right? Your little masterpieces of you know Da Vinci art. I mean, they're just they're ridiculously beautiful. Well, thank you. There have definitely been some cookies that I've sent out the door and thought oh, it's going to hurt my heart whenever somebody <laughs> takes a bite out of this cookie. Yeah. They're going to destroy it. When I come it. by your house in a couple of years, I want this framed. I want right? somebody to go look at that cookie. Right. I didn't eat it. It was so beautiful. <laughs> I actually had a friend that kept several cookies um, just because they didn't they didn't want to eat them. They had them in their room. That's sweet. Yeah. What's the uh, the oddest cookie you've made? Oh gosh, I don't even know. I love a good mashup, like. I did a like a Harry Potter gymnastics birthday. Um, okay. I did like a Highland cow barbecue, baby Um <laughs> I love anything that like stretches the imagination. Yeah, you talk about I, the wedding showers or the yeah, baby easy, showers right? or things like, like that. Those are those become just you just kind of crank those out. Yeah. You know, there's a few shapes that you use and a few colors. You get a little bit of input. But when they give change. you the when they give you the call and you're but like, but when they what? give me the crazy calls, that's really. What I love to do. I love it. I or love it. give me that creative freedom. Yeah. Like my son's turning 13 and I said, okay, I'm good. I got it. What did you do? Oh, all the teenage stuff. Axe body spray, <sighs> um, lifting because he was super into yeah. lifting at the gym. Yeah. Um, all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh. So, that was heavily, heavily <laughs> incorporated into the cookies. Yeah, got to use the vernacular. Yes, right? yeah. I love it. So when you uh, when you create the cookies, mm-hmm. um, there's a process to go from cookie to like masterpiece creation. Yes. What What's that like? Well, I get. Is it all in the home? By the way, you it don't is. have an outside I do store. Everything at home. Okay. Um, I mean, I've kind of matriculated into other rooms. You know, I've got a commercial mixer that hangs out in the dining room. I've got trays that, that hang out, out you know, room. parts of the kitchen. I've taken over three or four cabinets in the kitchen. I've got a room upstairs to house uh, countless numbers of cookie cutters and 3D printers and packing material and all those things. So cool. But yes, I do it all out of my house. And so I'll take, I always tell my clients, I take as much or as little direction as what you want to give me okay. on design. Gotcha. If you have a vision in your mind, I will try to make that happen. Yep. If you just have a theme or a color or an event and you want me to do my thing, I'm great with that too. So I take that and I book probably three or four months out right now, two, two to four months out, I'd say. Um, so about a week before the cookies are going to be made, so about two weeks before pickup, I will kind of start with the design process. I do everything on my iPad. I live and die by my calendar. Mm. Um, so I start designing it. I go to different places. I go to Google, Pinterest, Etsy, Instagram. I try not to search for other people's cookies. I try to get my own ideas Okay. Um, so that, you know, I'm always giving my customer and my clients something unique yeah. that they're not just going to see when they scroll on Instagram. Right. And then I make my dough and then I bake my cookies. I pick out my cookie cutters and I bake the cookies and then I start with my design. I have to make the icing and I have to color the icing. And there's definitely the low points of cooking, which coloring the icing is the bane of my existence. That's, it. that's the that's the bottom part. That's, once you get past that, you're good. Once I get past that, I'm fine. <laughs> and then it's layers. 
So you start with the base empty cookie, and then you just layer it up depending on the design. And Longest amount of time you spent on one cookie. Oh, gosh. I've probably spent 45 minutes on one cookie. Okay. And when you've got... 24 cookies to make. I mean, that. The yeah, time I can't, just even, adds I can't up. even do that in my head. I can't either. <laughs> I was told there would be no math. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a little less than 24 hours, but whatever. It's, yes. It's still a long time. It's still a long time. Yeah. And, you, you know, there's all the technical details about cookies that people don't really care about, but like there's dry time and you can't just do it all at once. And, oh, yeah, it's a good point. You know, you have to yeah. make sure that this color doesn't touch that color. Good and, point. Um, so there's a lot of. A lot of technical details into cookies that people really don't care about. Is it, does anybody help you? Do the kids help you yet? Does oh, Harlan the kids help absolutely you? Absolutely, do not help me. Oh, okay. No, they are. They know to kind of keep their distance. Gotcha. Mom's time. <laughs> yes, I've actually been decorating, and my son did that paper thing where he snaps the paper, and it sounds like a a super loud clap. Okay. And I nearly ruined a cookie, and I was so I was so frustrated. I was so mad at him. I was like, "Don't do that while I'm making this cookie. You're going to make me mess up." He's like, oh, I'm what, sorry, hap- what happens? Not not saying that this has ever happened before. For but, example, say I was. But if it ever did, if you ever did mess up a yes. cookie, what would you do with it? I can usually fix it. Okay. I can. There are. Look at you. So you really haven't ever messed up a cookie. I don't make extra. Like there are people out there that will, you know, they bake two or three extra in case they mess up. Wow. I don't do that. Oh, yeah. I don't have time for the extra. I don't, <laughs> I don't have time for the extra. We'll just make it into something else. <laughs> we just make it work. We I like just it. roll with it. I like it. So yeah, I do try to fix if there's a mess up. Yeah. And it does happen. Yeah. But no, um, my daughter, whenever I'm baking, she likes to take extra dough and she's got her own little mini cookie cutters gotcha. and rolling pins. She likes to play with those things, but not to bake. She just likes yep, to roll yep, them out, make yep. things, eat a little bit of it, throw the rest of it away. Very good. Slade's really kind of over it. He just likes to look at the finished product. And yeah. He's my biggest hype man. He always, he talks me up. He's so sweet. That, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. There you go. And then Harlan, he's made dough for me several times, and that's a huge help. So he's my baker's man, my my dough boy. Yes, I love it. Um, he's also a great packager whenever I've got big events, like either big orders or if I'm doing a holiday and I've made Are most orders of here Metroplex, or have you shipped some things other places? I'm a cottage baker in Texas. You you go by the Texas, Texas Cottage Baker Law. Okay. And so I'm not well, allowed to ship. Of course you go by the Texas Cottage Baker. Baker Law. Yes. <laughs> I was like, we, I, I do have, to have a food a handlers. <laughs> yes. to, to see if you followed the I do have Texas. a food li- handler's license. <laughs> okay. um, I do maintain that stuff. But in Texas, you're not allowed to ship. Really? So part of the transaction has to be in person. So if somebody pays you Venmo or Square or something, then they physically have to take possession of the cookies. Okay. That's fascinating. Of the product. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And it's also because I only bake out of my home. I'm not in a commercial kitchen. Okay. So if I were in a commercial kitchen, you could do all those. I could other do things. all those things. Yeah. But then you're subject to inspections and yeah. and that kind of thing. And, and you're not in your home. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you can do this right and kind of be in your home and be part of the family. Correct. It doesn't have to dominate your life. Right. Okay. But I do have clients that live elsewhere. And they have friends that live in Dallas because sure. everybody's got a friend that lives in Dallas. Uh, amen. And so I will package <laughs> a friend, them. friend, cousin. Yeah. Yeah, my, oh, my sister-in-law lives there. Yeah, exactly. I totally. Twice removed. Yes. Um, I will package a set of cookies for somebody and their friend will come and pick them up. For and they can do whatever they want And they them. just literally will take them from my doorstep to FedEx or UPS yes. or whoever and ship them. Or they are driving to the wedding in Houston. And so they take yep. my cookies with them. Yep. Very good. Yeah. About how many orders do you try to stay? Because I know, right, you, you say no. 
I do. Um, and you have to you have to maintain and manage kind of like I don't want this to dominate my life. Right. So when people reach out to you, you may say, no, I don't have time for that. It hurts my heart to say no. It really does. I would love to say yes to everybody. And, and people would love you to say yes to everybody. Absolutely. But, but there, there are other cookiers out there. There are. That when you say no, you can go to somebody else. Exactly. And I give options if they come really? back to me. Of course. I've got lots of friends so in the sweet. Metroplex that make cookies. And I random, I will regularly hand out their names. Okay. Um, just because if I can't fit them in, I want them to still, you want them to still, get, I want them yeah. to still get their cookies. Amen. But yes, it's been a challenge. I mean, I started this in 2019. Okay. And when 2020 hit, it was it took kind of a a, a pause. Kind of a weird everything but everything was weird. With cookies, you can individually package them and then hand them out. Oh, totally. So it started when people started having parties and things again, yeah. they wanted cookies that could be handed to somebody without having to cut a cake or, you know, hand a, an open piece of food out to That's someone. That's right. So it really didn't take that much of a pause, my business. Um, but as a yes person, I have definitely overcommitted <laughs> in the past. Yes, I like that. Yep. I've definitely lost a lot of sleep. Yep. Um, I have had those conversations with my husband, not necessarily my kids, mm-hmm. but with my husband about not having not – I'm at home, but I'm not necessarily present I'm sitting in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm in the middle of the house. I'm there when the kids have a question or have homework or need to go somewhere. I'm there, but I'm definitely kind of stationary. Sure. And that can cause problems too. Yep. So even being at home and still contributing and um, trying to have my own identity, I guess, mm-hmm. can still have ripple effects that are negative. Not everything is positive about being a stay-at-home mom with a business in your own home. That's right. And you've got to, you've got to make those balance decisions just just like everybody else does. Sure. But it it feels like like when you're in the home, it's like, "Oh, look, I'm doing better than somebody who's outside the home." Absolutely. But if you're 100% like, you know, into the job that you're doing, right. you're you're still not necessarily, you know, 100% being present as a mom and as a wife. So that's a, that's a good balance that you have to kind of wrestle with. It is. And it's a balance that I've not maintained well from time to time. But you're learning. But I'm learning. You're learning. So you do say no, but uh, how many would you say like in a, in a month? How many oh, orders I've, would you say that you say yes to? Gosh, I try to keep it right now. I'm trying to stay between two and four orders a week. Okay. Um, three is kind of a sweet spot. I used to say I'd like to do eight to 12 dozen a week, mm-hmm. but really I'd rather do eight to 10 dozen a week, uh, drop off a couple of those. That Those weeks, I feel like I can get most of my work done during the day when the kids are at school, my right. husband's at work. Right. Um, and then there might be one late night or there might be, you know, while people are at practice, then I can work. And I mean, it does trickle over no matter, totally. no matter what. Yeah. But I try. I try. I love it. I love it. I love that you're doing it. I love that you're um, you're freakishly talented at it. Thank you. Because um, I've I've seen them, and I'm just like they're they are, they are literally. And I've seen um, other cookiers who are very good. Yes. Um, there's something different about yours, and Thank people you. have said that to you before. They have. Right. They have, and I do take pride in that for yeah. sure. I mean, there's no there's no way. I wish I could say, oh, it doesn't matter to me, but it does matter to no, me. No, I does. take great pride yeah. in seeing my clients reaction or getting that text back whenever I show them what their cookies look like and then being blown just away, blown away, yes. jaw dropped, yep. whatever it is. Yeah. So I do take great And it's not that. because you're an Aggie and they're surprised that you did something well. They're not. 
Mr. Tsip. <laughs> no, I love th- I love it though <laughs> that you actually took your Aggie background and what you're doing and turned it into cooking. I mean, Absolutely. that's I, that is so crazy. Just the construction of a cookie. I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay, so let's let's go back. Um, PCA. Yes. PCA mom. Yes. How how have you navigated then these? Um, I get. How, have you been here five? You've been here longer than five Gosh, years because uh, Slade was pre K. Six, seven years. Seven so years. seven years. How how have that the seven years that you've been here been for your family? Amazing. Okay. I mean, I could not I, I could not love the school more. I really, really have attached myself to PCA. I love it. Yeah. Um, we, I feel we like did too. A family. I mean, we, we got drug here, kicking and screaming, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but once we got here, that's probably what my husband would say. Right? Yeah, he'd say <laughs> drug Harlan too. But once we got here, I mean, we just we got all in, right? Yeah. And then when Trisha went back to teaching, because mm-hmm. she stopped teaching when she went back to teaching, she started teaching here. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I mean, we've been here twenty years. It's incredible. And I, I still have my last one, yes. right? Who's a sophomore? So it's kind of crazy, but you know, it's like I can't imagine. What is your life going to be like I when know. you don't have a kid Think here? about that, right? Like, uh, in two years, Campbell will have graduated and moved on, and I'll have four it's that incredible. have gone through here. Incredible. Yeah. It has been – it's been fun um, actually working at the school where mm-hmm. my kids go because um, I never would have thought about that. But that's been a, a real interesting process to think of imagine. the time. Yeah, the time that I got to spend with my kids yeah. is, you know – twice to three times as much as probably anybody else. Sure. You know, but obviously some of it was while I was working. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. But you're still kind of around the kids and, yeah. you, you know, you see them and you see their friends and you see the different environment and Absolutely. all the different things that are happening. And but, no school is perfect. Every school is growing. Of course They're, not. They, There's a couple of families we're actually look, trying to get rid of right now. Oh. <laughs> they may not be listening, but, you know, we know who you are. Um, but yeah, it, it yeah, is. There's, it there's is. things, right, that's like, oh, if they could do this better or they sure. could do that. Um, I do like how this, everywhere. the school has been responsive Mm -hmm. to a number of things as parents have said hey could we do this or hey could you work on that right and over the 20 years that I've been here I've seen it grow from where it was to where it is and it's it's been an amazing process I will say I do feel like I have access to anybody in the system anybody Mm -hmm. in administration I feel like I could you know make an appointment or pass them in the hall or pass them at a football game or something and have a conversation it'd be meaningful and it's like a small community it is right a little city where you just know people and you know there's the head of school or there's the head of this and there's that yeah and i love that that. we can take our kids from Mm pre-k to 12th grade yes you know we're not going to look at there's a lot of private schools that will go through eighth eighth grade grade, right or it might be just high school and i don't I don't know what that would be like to have my kids grow up in a school and then have to change. And, yeah, you're going to bring some families and things like that with you. But here I really feel like once you're in, you can be in for that entire duration, that entire season. Yeah. Whatever whatever duration of season that is. Yeah. Yours is 20 – how long is it going to be? 23, 24 years, something like that? Isn't it? 23 years. It's crazy. It's been a long time. I know. And then Piper's just in first grade, so we've still got, you know, 11 years left for her, and I look forward to it. Yes. And how how are the kids doing in school? They're doing really, really well. I mean, Slade has made the transition to middle school really well. Mm. Um, I think that they – the fifth grade team – knows and understands that that's a big transition to go from lower school to middle school. It is. And they um, they kind of hold their kids a little bit closer. Yep. And I appreciate that. Yep. Um, there's a little bit more grace given, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that too. Piper, but, but they start learning kind of, you know, 
big boy subjects. Sure. They start wrestling with some, I mean, reading, sure. all the different There's things. There's a lot of responsibilities given. A lot of responsibility, given. yeah. Um, now, for Slade, um, next year, mm-hmm. he gets the best teacher in the entire school. I've heard that. Yes. No. Sixth grade What's science. What's his name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. There's lots of good teachers, right? But Mrs. Panetti is the best teacher. So. That's we've been waiting for sixth grade. Yes, you know her. what the sixth grade team? Um, maybe some changes for next year, but mm-hmm. I mean it's a it's a fantastic team. That is really a huge transition year where they get a lot more of that responsibility, yeah. um, and they do a great job with that. Seventh grade, I love, um, I love mini master for seventh grade because it's yeah. man camp and the, whatever right. the girls call it. Um, but yeah, middle school is such an incredible developmental time for students. So I enjoy think about when I went from elementary school to middle school, mm-hmm. and that was a sixth grade transition for me okay so fifth grade was elementary school for me and then sixth grade you just got dropped into middle school and you were expected to swim and it was it was hard and so I appreciate that fifth grade here even though it does seem young sometimes Mm -hmm. when you're sending your fifth grade your 10 year old 11 11 year old old to middle school yes but I do appreciate that there's um that the transition is eased a little bit it is So it's almost like fifth grade is a transition year and not just dropped straight into like the big kids. They do a fantastic job with that. Piper's on the young side. So she's an August baby and, but she's in first grade and we were, (laughs) you know, she's kind of our sassy one and we thought for sure she can. (laughs) Harlan's side of the family? (laughs) Clearly. Uh She can hold her own. And so we knew that she. She'll be fine. She was probably (laughs) going to be fine. (laughs) She'll be fine. Um. I do see it academically a little oh. bit where she is a little bit behind right. some of the other kids, but not so significantly that I'm worried about it. I know that she'll catch up, and I know that whenever she just gets a little bit more mature that yeah. all those things will click. And um, her teachers are right there with us and supporting her and supporting us, supporting her and letting us know what's going on. And um, the communication has been great thus far and so they're both doing they're both doing great i love it yeah i love it well from that preview right mm-hmm. i many every years ago till now um, i'm glad you guys came to pca i'm glad you're loving pca um, i'm glad you guys are all in right with the kids and with the family um, look at that plug we're all in we're all in it's all the theme in. for the it's year the as, as if we yeah plan that i um, know <laughs> Uh, hopefully next year's theme kind of rolls into it too. Somebody should write that down. Yes. <laughs> Please work this in somewhere. Um, have you ever had that where um, you've been given like you have to work this word into something and it's one of those, you know, like kangaroo and you're oh, like, gosh. oh, great. Give me a break. <laughs> I would just be like kangaroo. Kangaroo. Didn't really work it in, but there it is. Yeah. Uh, move on. Um, but I was also just fascinated just from our parents, right? I want our parents to get to know other parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've always been one of the more fascinating parents that I've known. And the little cookie thing was always kind of like, that is so cool. It's so, not a common no, it's not a common thing that it's you not hear. A common, but I appreciate you just kinda coming in, taking a little bit of time away For from sure. your family and your cooking, um, to just kinda have a little, you know, a chat about what you do in your life, life life at the Smith home. Life at the Smith home. Well, I appreciate the invitation to come up and talk about it. Yes. And I'm always I mean, like I said at the beginning, I love the school and I love being a part of it and just I think the more immersed you are in it, the more you love it. The more and you put in, the more you get out. That's right. It's amen. That's how it is. I love it. Monique, thanks for your time. Sure. Thanks, Dan. Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. 
And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on the journey.